0: Welcome to a very festive edition of Everything EFL. This is technically our third Christmas episode because if you go way back to episodes five and six, we actually did a couple of Christmas episodes. Although, having said that, I did try and change the music on episode five today, Sinead, and I accidentally deleted it. So (laughs) I sent a really panicked voice message to Shane going, Help. So um check it out or not, I don't know yet. You know, we'll just we'll just see. Um yeah, how are you, Sinead? Welcome back
1: thanks yeah not too bad getting a bit stressed but I'm looking forward to the Christmas break to be honest
0: good, good. how about you good oh yeah I'm, I mean I'm on a permanent break at the moment but um, I'm really looking forward to Christmas so should we do a little Christmas yeah. cheers little Christmas, Christmas cheers, cheers. yeah Christmas. Cheers. cheers what are you drinking what are you like drinking
1: <laughs> good old gin oh
0: nice <laughs> oh you look like you've got mulled wine I do it's flipping delicious I do love mm. I don't drink as a rule but I do love a mulled wine I have to say mm. <laughs> it's a cheeky number that one all right then <clears throat> okay so if anybody doesn't know Sinead this is Sinead McMorrow she came when did you uh, was it episode 35 you did pronunciation with me didn't you episode 35 yeah yeah and uh, she was so. so spectacularly good I invited her back for Christmas um and what we're going to do is we're just going to go through loads of different Christmas activities all ages all levels and hopefully there's something that you might like. Um, I also, Sinead, would you like to go first? What's your first Christmas activity? Okay, so my all of
1: my ideas come from websites. I have no creativity after years of teaching. I've used it all up. <laughs> but this one comes from a really nice website called englishasapieceofcake.com. Ooh. And it's got really nice resources for very high levels. But, you know, anything from kind of B1 up is catered for. And this one I think you could even use with... Um, Yeah we'll be one up I would say. It's an infographic and it's called Christmas by the numbers. So um, you could of course just take the infographic and use it the way you want but very kindly on this website they have created a worksheet where they've removed some of the numbers. So it's quite nice because some of the numbers are there and some of them aren't. So it's you give this out to students or show it to them in some way and they get thinking. So what are these missing numbers? So for example I can see I've that um, these are all in America, by the way. So 74% of Americans go to parties. Ah. What percent of Americans do you think exchange
0: gifts? Um, I'd say 96. Really? No, 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 no. No, no. No, we think there's a lot of different denominations. 82. Oh, you were closer the first time. It's actually 93%. Uh, Okay. Interesting. Oh, that's nice. So what's the aim of that uh, activity for question forms?
1: Uh, Yeah, and also um, because there's lots of different numbers, it's actually really helpful for teaching different ways of talking about numbers, like percentages, big numbers, like millions, thousands, dollars, different types of money. So it's really good for Ah. that kind of vocabulary. And then just like speculating and sharing uh, ideas. You know, I think it's this. What do you think?
0: okay um, brilliant so we can share that infographic um, when I post the the website on Instagram and Facebook and everyone can see what you're talking about yeah brilliant yes. that sounds fantastic yeah Sometimes. a little bit different a little bit different but lots of facts as well because um I think students retain information as well don't they if they're learning new facts
1: yeah and also I think it's good like not everybody is really into Christmas I mean I am but um you know some people don't really want all of that jazzy stuff and so this gives them something that's um topical but actually also real and possibly interesting in an economic from an economic point of view or from a historical point of view as well so fabulous fabulous
0: and that would be good for um like there's a lot of um students in america who are in mainstream schools english isn't their first language but they would have the level to do this as well because you said it was for high levels so this could uh, work in like a an actual school absolutely yeah and what
1: I like to do afterwards as well is think like you know this is what it's like in America what do you think it's like here in Italy what do you think it's like in the UK and they can go
0: and research and find out information about wherever they want oh it's never-ending it's the gift that keeps on giving quite literally (laughs) (laughs) absolutely okay what about you Okay, so this is a very kind of basic idea. It's nothing like groundbreaking, but I think you can get a lot out of it depending on how you want to do it. So you could start just with some very basic conversation cards put up around the wall or however you want to do it. What are you doing for Christmas? What are you expecting to get? Um, Depending on what country you're in, do you celebrate Christmas? What do you know about Christmas? Blah, 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 blah. But if you have an international class, um, I don't think it matters if... Not everybody celebrates Christmas, because if you get students who don't, then you could put them in a group with a couple of students who do. But make mm-hmm. sure those students are different nationality. So we're going to demonstrate now. You are in. I'm in Palermo in Italy. OK, and I am in Dublin and Ireland. So I'm going to imagine there are quite a few differences. So you could prompt some questions and it could go something like this. So um, what is the important day? for italians is it the 24th or the 25th
1: that's a really good question i think it's yeah i think how long have you been living there (laughs) no it's 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 really weird um it's more like family based. it's all family based um but everybody seems to have their own kind of traditions and even from region to region that will change um so the way my husband's family celebrates christmas it's Christmas. Uh, Christmas Eve is just us the immediate family and then Christmas Day will be like the
0: extended family for a big lunch. Okay. So they're kind of both important in a way. Yeah. Okay. And then I would say that the in Ireland, the big day is on the 25th where the family comes around and possibly again for St. Stephen's Day, same kind of thing. Um, and then you could have mm-hmm. more prompts about, um, do you go to church? What games do you play? What kind of presents do you receive? And you could just, you know, what what's similar, what's different? And then, um, you know, they could report back to other students about what they learn about other nationalities. So it's very good for finding common ground, celebrating differences, learning, um, and it's all completely student-based. No, absolutely. So, yep, yep, you can and do a lot with can to you. think of their own couple of questions to add on as well. Absolutely, absolutely, especially with the higher levels. Um, the less work yeah. you do as a teacher, the better. That's what I say. Okay, yeah. how about
1: you, another one? Um, okay, so this is actually from the same website that I mentioned before, English as a piece of Um, And this activity, it's actually taken from the Martha Stewart website. So there's a template for making um, a snowflake Um, So you can like print that off um, and students then use that template to, um, you know, they fold up a bit of paper and use the template to cut out this shape and then they open it up and they've got a beautiful uh, snowflake. But where is the language, you might ask? Well, Well. (laughs) (laughs) um, only half of the students are making snowflakes at any one time. The other half are giving them the directions. Mm. So again, I like this because it's quite clear um, There's vocabulary um, vocabulary matching task at the start. And you've got all these words like right angle, bisect, perpendicular, Ooh. intersect, okay, diamond, all these lovely words. And you've got to match them to their definitions. It's a mathematician's dream. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> and then the, the students have to use those words um, to give instructions on how to make this snowflake because it's very geometrical you know okay. fold your page at a right angle or cut this line at a right angle to the other line um And they've got also some useful phrases for giving instructions. So things like, before you begin, you should do this. Ah. Um, After that, the next thing you do is, and then you've also got some nice phrases for the person making the snowflake, asking for clarity. Sorry, I didn't catch
0: that. Could you repeat that, please? There's lots of really (laughs) nice communication. (laughs) Yeah. Lovely. Oh, that's so nice. And I imagine great fun as well. Great fun.
1: It's good fun. And I like this for online because obviously you don't want them to see um, each other like if I'm making the snowflake I shouldn't see the instructions so it's much easier kind of to do that online somebody can just be telling me something um, and I've just kind of got to work away and try to make this this shape and they can make their own templates as well so they're not all saying the same thing
0: brilliant um, so lots of fun to be had and then you can decorate your classroom or decorate your house with your snowflakes Oh, pretty yeah I love that that's brilliant that sounds like really good fun love that one and adaptable to different
1: levels obviously i talked about the clear language but you could really easily do that with low levels as well i
0: think yeah just, just feeding simplify. in more basic language yeah, yeah lovely okay um so my next idea again nothing groundbreaking but um, a good old christmas quiz now you can do this in so many different ways you could do the kahoot um but i think maybe a table quiz would be a little bit nicer um obviously if you're online breakout rooms something yeah, like totally. that Um, You could have the questions on PowerPoint or whatever, Um, and again, it could be, if you're based in a country like Ireland or the USA, the questions could be exclusively about that, or you could have um, questions about Christmas in lots of different countries, like, for example, did you know, this is what I learned, we have a lot of Japanese students, and um, it's tradition now, through clever marketing, I assume, that um, most or a lot of families have KFC on Christmas Eve so the question could be which nationality has KFC on Christmas Eve you know and it's just like KFC. (laughs) Um, another uh, quiz is um, who wants to be a millionaire? And I'm gonna attach um, a couple of templates that I found online. You can, you could, there's loads of templates online. You could injure, um, inject or insert, uh, injert your own questions. <laughs> um, and if you're in class, um, obviously this would, this aspect would be easier. Um, I've done this before um, and I've gone from small prizes to bigger prizes. So you split the class up into two. And the first question is like, okay, for uh, a biscuit. Uh, and the next one is for a packet of crisps, you know, um, nice, for yeah. a bag of chocolate money. And the prizes get a little bit bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and then yeah. the, the winning team usually shares their booty anyway. So everybody, everybody's a Aww. winner, but it's, um, <laughs> everybody knows millionaire <laughs> and it's just, Christmas. yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so yeah, it's just a, a, a slightly different twist on just a, a quiz. If you don't want to do a kahoot or a table quiz. Absolutely. absolutely. That's Okay. okay
1: um okay uh, another activity I like um so again it's from another website called this one is called all at sea letter c not the sea ocean okay. C. um and it, there's these two guys Steve and uh Tom um they have been teaching for years and training and they've created this really nice website and every Christmas they put up a really detailed lesson plan based on the John Lewis advert oh Always heart melting. You just want to really explain
0: great... to our international listeners what? Oh, they yeah. are. yeah.
1: So, well, it's just that it's what Christmas, modern Christmas, is no? <laughs> John Lewis <laughs> is this ma- massive department store in the UK, and every Christmas they have a really, really, really emotional advertisement. But like, obviously, trying to sell gifts, but also encouraging the spirit of Christmas and kindness and um inclusivity and including everyone in Christmas and caring about everybody and making sure everybody feels special on that special day and so it's always really nice and there's always a really nice song a kind of classic tune from maybe from the 1980s or the 1990s to accompany (laughs) the video it's really 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 nice google John Lewis ads and you'll you'll fall into a, a rabbit hole so these lesson plans are really great because they will exploit everything. They will exploit the video, they'll exploit the song that's used. But there's one activity in particular that I really liked from um, two years ago and it's um, a speaking task. Um, So you're given this situation, it's Christmas morning, you've just had a phone call from a friend. They were supposed to be flying home for Christmas and it's all gone horribly wrong, the flight's canceled, they've nowhere to go, they don't know what to do and you being a good friend, of course, you say, oh, come to my house. There's always room for one more. But you're really happy your friend's going to be there. But you're thinking, but what's he or she going to do when we're all sitting around opening our gifts and they have nothing and that's not really nice. So you think, right, I'll go out and find a last minute gift. So you go out to the 24 hour shop, but you find that there's only five things left on the shelf. These five things are... (laughs) sorry this makes me laugh every time there's um a selfie toaster right have you ever seen one of those no Uh, it's a real thing there's a a book called knitting with dog hair (laughs) yep better a sweater from a dog that you know and love than from a sheep you'll never meet well there is always that there's a cat (laughs) there's a cat toilet training kit right um you can see that going down air conditioned Mm, an air-conditioned shirt like self air conditioned and um power jumping stilts so these are the five things so what you do is you get you break the students into groups you give each group one gift and they've got to think of reasons why this is the best gift for the friend Ah. so even though it's like a really really bad gift um they've got to think of advantages to this gift why is this good for your friend you give them a bit of time for that you mingle what you like monitor, go around, make sure they've got the language they need, help them out. And then after say about 10 minutes, you regroup them so that you've got one person to represent each yeah. gift. So there'll be five people in a group. They've got to quickly present their reasons. They've got about a minute each. And um, Once they've all presented their reasons why their gift is best, they've all got to come to uh, an agreement. So then they have to like convince each other and try to come to a decision. And this is really similar to the first certificate speaking task um part three where you have Uh, this collaborative task and you've got to come to a decision together so it's really um really nice but I think again it could be a really nice conversation class in in any in any group and again
0: probably adaptable to kind of pre-intermediate level as well I reckon yeah I'd say if they're they're supported and scaffolded with a bit of um pre-taught language maybe from the week before or the day before definitely yeah I I like that different gifts it's really it's really fun I've had fun with that that's nice and it's Fried just and a little bit off off tangent it's a bit different like as well which is kind of um, you're you're doing some more original things and i'm doing some old classics so it's a, it's a good mix of an episode this one uh speaking of old classics <laughs> uh my next idea is based around vocabulary cards which like if anyone knows me i'm just this is the basis of my teaching methodology is bits of paper and bits of card um So I would always have a stack of vocabulary cards with Christmas words, but make sure they have the pictures on like tinsel, Christmas tree, you know, the word, the picture. So for Mm -hmm. low levels, you can just do good old fashioned Pictionary Um, for mid levels or maybe for higher levels, you could um, have them in teams, you know, and they could um, take a card, guess, you know they have to describe the the word give a definition and that their team have to guess what it is or like guess what I am where they actually have to say you know I am green and tall I sit in the living room and people put balls on me or something like that oh it's a Christmas (laughs)
1: tree
0: (laughs) um so you've got like one stack of cards but you can use them for any level basically so nice and easy and um if you take care of them you can use them every year Laminate yeah. them. Yes. Oh, didn't you used to love laminating things back in the day?
1: <laughs> so environmentally unfriendly. But oh, yeah. yeah, love a yeah. laminate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have any more? Um, well, that actually, using those kind of flashcards would work really well with this song that I know called um, When Santa Got Stuck Up The Chimney. Okay. Tell me more. I don't know this one. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a really fun kid's Christmas song, but you could really adapt it for low levels. It's very repetitive um, and there's some nice language in it. Like um, he says, my nose is tickling. So that's, you know, something useful. (laughs) There's soot in my sacks. you get to teach them soot. (laughs) Um, So you've got all these nice words that you can pre-teach and again, very visual so you can use your flashcards Um, and you can add some gestures as well because obviously if his nose is tickling, what do you think he's gonna do? (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: achoo he sneezes so you can kind of get it kind of um t what's it called tbl as well TPR, TBL tbr that's getting my acronyms mixed up yeah get them moving and doing actions when they listen to the the song um and get them singing along as as i said the repetition it really helps them to 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 get those new words and you know the pronunciation that we were saying before um, it's really good for their pronunciation as well they're linking all these words together nice getting all the sounds right so
0: lovely um talking of repetition i would say for lower levels um the 12 days of christmas would be quite nice um even for high levels though because once the song gets going you've got like what it 12 lords are leaping 12 maids are milking and you've got to keep up with the the speed of the song Mm-hmm. Um, so even though it's kind of repetitive in you know, on the first day of Christmas, my Um you've you've really got to keep up with the song. Um so I, I think that's a nice one. Um I had the,
1: kids perform that for Christmas oh, <laughs>
0: for their parents when Christmas
1: when I think it was my first year here in Palermo. Uh, God bless. Go. They were lovely. It it went really well on the day actually, but preparing for it was just
0: <laughs> Challenging. Now for kids, there's there's lots of versions of this on YouTube. Um you may have to hunt for a slightly more mature version if you if you're um using it with older learners or teenage learners, so it's not too patronizing. But I'm sure you'll find something. YouTube's just full of stuff in it. Um, Absolutely. So did you mention something about a donkey? yeah
1: again I don't have any particular activities for this but they're just the same kind of thing pick out the vocab do a bit of work on the pre-teaching what's the um, name of this the uh, song first get the activities in it's called Dominic the donkey the Christmas donkey well it's just called Dominic the donkey but it's Dominic the Christmas donkey okay and there's a lot of e-awing in it so (laughs) (laughs) again it's quite fun to sing along
0: i'll let you look that up yeah, later. We'll, we'll stick a link up on the show notes guys. Everything we mentioned will be on the show notes and also um if you go to uh, Instagram or Facebook when I post the the link to this episode you'll see everything there. Okay. I think also, it's
1: it's interesting just to get people talking about as well, you know, well what is what why is Santa so important at Christmas? Why is a donkey important at Christmas? and kind of thinking about the symbolism behind it yes. as well. Yes. Where does you the know. donkey
0: come in? Yes. Good one. Did you ever sing little donkey when you were at school? Was that an Irish? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that was my favourite. I used to love that. Well, I <sighs> the coconuts for the donkey hooves. <laughs> Lucky you. We never got any coconuts. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Um, Laurie Myers, also known as Saucebox on Instagram, um, she recommended um, Merry Christmas Everyone by Shakin Stevens, who is a bit of a legend from the early 80s in in the UK and and Ireland. Um, Massively. And in Macedonia, by the way. How random. It's yeah. like David Hasselhoff in East Germany, and it? it's just so random. Um, yeah, oh, I used to love shaky when I was a kid. So um, what Laurie suggests is that um, it's quite repetitive. So what students can do is stand up every time they hear certain words or phrases. You could even split the class into like two or three groups. So if one group, when you hear this phrase, stand up. The next group, when you hear this phrase, stand up. Next group, when you hear this phrase, stand up and maybe do a wave or something, do a dance or something like that. Um, yeah, so I think that's a great idea for younger learners or for for lower levels.
1: Thank you, Laurie, for Christmas parties, as was mentioned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, and it was also Laurie's idea to use "Last Christmas," oh, classic, um, which classic. I, I yeah, I mean, beautiful Christmas song. Um, and I'd never noticed before, but there are actually lots of these um, metaphors with body parts in the song. So, like, I gave you my heart. A shoulder to cry on, once to catch been, my eye.
0: Yeah, twice shy, it's been twice, been twice shy. Yeah, not body, but still um, nice idioms there. Yeah, you still catch my eye. Yeah, lots of really juicy and like <laughs> language that we use. You know, absolutely,
1: absolutely. So, yeah, nice, nice one, to notice Laurie. those phrases.
0: Yeah, so it kind of yeah. goes on a bit of a non-Christmasy. Tangent, but you're still looking at some really nice language there. So thank you, Laurie. That's a great um suggestion. Um, and then we yeah. also have Mary Beth who is under Irish Dance Dublin. So if you're into Irish dancing, guys, look her up on Instagram. She suggested a song, a famous song called Baby It's Cold Outside. Now the thing with this song is do you know this one? It, this
1: is one of my favorite Christmas oh, songs.
0: Brilliant, okay, so you'll love this. Yeah. So um, she suggests that you separate the, the character's lyrics. So you could, for example, use Christmassy colors. You could put the lyrics from one character on red paper and the lyrics from the other character on green paper, cut them up and then you have to listen okay. and order them. And then maybe you could get like one half of the class and the other half of the class to, to sing it or something like that. Do you like that?
1: Yeah, fun. Yeah um, it's you know the lady's trying to leave and the man is trying to convince her to stay mm-hmm. oh but it's cold outside
0: yeah I see.
1: <laughs> nice. you, you can you can reverse the roles as well though I mean that's the nice thing about that song and singers have done that or like mess around with the kind of gender fluidity and stuff so you can kind of have a laugh with it if you know your students really well and
0: can play around with that kind of thing yeah definitely yeah, absolutely and if you want to stay away from um, gender roles then just just call them characters they're two characters this character character one character two um yeah or so change yeah. it up you know make it um not
1: a romantic situation but try to that's actually really fun do you ever do that with songs um again for pronunciation so they're not singing the song but they've got to say the lyrics ah um, in the like intonation that that person would say to like what would the mother say to the child or what would the teacher say to the student um, or what the, would the doctor say to the patient you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's cold outside
0: they'd say it in different ways and oh, that's they? brilliant so, um, that, yeah it could be quite fun as well oh, I love that I love that that's really nice you could do that with a lot of songs couldn't you oh pra- yeah lots of them love About it practically anything love it okay i think our job is done here um Thanks, yeah. <laughs> look guys this is not an exhaustive list obviously um if you like any of these ideas please do try them out and tell us how they went um if you don't like them then well don't use them uh, about a humbug. <laughs> yeah. no um, Happy Christmas. Yeah. Happy Christmas. Um, If you enjoyed this episode, please like share and follow everything EFL on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter. Also, I'd love to hear from you if you have any comments on this episode. So please get in contact on said social media sites. You can subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to tell your colleagues about us. Share the love. Merry Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. <laughs>